Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, one of the greatest worries for parents of young kids is that of choking, and not because of objects, that, not just because of objects that they might swallow. Some foods can be extremely dangerous too. Siobhan Butler is a former paediatric nurse and the founder of First Aid for Everyone. Afternoon, Siobhan. Hi, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. So what, like, I mean, even things like a small chocolate egg, if you, uh, uh, if you look at the size of it and the size of a child's throat, that's kind of terrifying, really. But probably not of the time we don't think about these things. No, I think um, anything, I suppose, that fits into the airway is a possible hazard. So whether it's food or, you know, anything that's in that kind of circular shape or toys or anything they can put in their mouths, they could um, possibly choke on. So, yes, it is a massive worry, all right, that's for sure. Yeah, and well, so, but say, just obviously because, you know, you'd have to be, most parents would be extremely careful about not letting the child put things in their mouths. But in in terms of food... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because there might be things that we think, ah, it'll just melt in their mouth. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. should everything be cut up, really? Um, I think really under the age of five, and I suppose the big rule is never leave your children unattended with eating. That's the kind of um, go-to advice. But um, ideally, things like grapes or sausages, um, the best practice would be cutting them up lengthways. Um, keeping in mind that your children have a very good gag reflex, that a lot of the time they're able to clear their airways um, themselves, but anything that's circular should really be cut lengthways, um, you know, for a safety point of view. Yeah. What's the difference between gagging and choking? So gagging is um, um, in effect where we're all trying to protect our own airway. And when we gag, we're that's us trying to clear the airway ourselves. And you could get a partial obstruction in that far, um, food or particles could end up in your airway. But by coughing uh, or gagging, that helps us clear it. Choking, on the other hand, is where there's a full obstruction, where something has gone into the airway and it's completely blocking it. And from this moment on, then, there's no air coming in and there's no air going out. So we have about a four-minute window from this um, time frame to get the object out, whether they do it themselves or whether we intervene and help them do it. Right, so four yeah. minutes. Okay, that's, four ter- minutes. that's terrifying. Yeah. Now, you just said that. Now, from, and and yeah. from a parent's point of view... Is it is it clear from just observing it what the difference is between that child is gagging and that child is choking? Yeah, so I suppose the little saying that you have is when their face is red, let them go ahead. So hmm. when they're gagging, they start to cough, there's noise coming out. You'd still obviously stay with them and observe, but there'd be no slapping on the back or giving them drinks at this point. It's very tempting, uh, but we try and let them clear it themselves. However, then when they are completely silent, they start to go blue. So then they need help from you. So choking is where there's absolute silence and they're giving the impression that they're trying to cough, but then there's no sound coming out. And that's where we need to kind of um, intervene very quickly from this point. OK, and and, mm. and we are talking about uh, relatively small children. Is the Heimlich manoeuvre what, what you should try and go for or is there an easier method okay. for Okay, so the guidelines, I suppose, for in terms of first aid, a baby would be from zero to one years of age and one a standing age up, we would consider a child. So if you could get a visual with the baby, um, we're only doing this when there's no sound, they're not coughing or crying. So zero to one, you take the heel of your hand, tilting them over. They're not upside down, but the head is lower than the level of the heart and give them five good firm slaps between the shoulder blade and you check each time. So the aim is hopefully we give them a slap, it comes out. We give the second slap, it doesn't come out. If after those five back slaps with the baby, it hasn't come out, 
you turn the baby over, still keeping their head down lower, and you take two fingers and you place them just below the nipple line. So we actually are on the breastbone. Uh -huh. And again, five sharp thrusts. So the key thing there is if you're on your own and there's nobody available to get help, you do those three cycles first. So five back slaps, five chest thrusts is one cycle. And we need to get help then. So phoning one and two, put your phone on speaker and they'll talk you through where you live and what's going on and you can continue on. Then over the age of one, kneeling down beside the child. So it's the same procedure from standing age to adult. Uh, and the key thing, Sean, is not to be afraid to hit them too hard. The worst that's going to happen is they'll have sore, sore back. The best yeah, is the yeah. object will come out. And so the Heimlich then, or the abdominal thrust, as we call them, you five back slaps, check each time. And then you place your hands around the child's waistline. You locate their belly button and you make a fist firmly above the belly button and giving it, the other hand comes around that fist and do an inward upward thrust. Um, so same thing, five of those. But the key thing is you need to get them checked out medically after. Even if the object comes out, we need to get them checked out for various reasons. Um, but we phone our ambulance after three cycles and then we continue on until hopefully the object comes out. Right. OK, so... Uh, from all that then, I mean, some people might think, well, I'll give them a drink of water and make it yeah. go down. Yeah. Might that be so the worst thing you can do? It's the worst thing, Sean. And you see this in movies and programs, giving them drinks. Remember that when you're coughing, and this is the best way, you ask them, can you cough? If you can get them, even from small children, if you start to cough, they generally will mirror what you're doing. And if they're coughing, um, that's one kind of action. Getting them to drink is another. So nothing to drink, nothing at all until the kind of, if the object comes out, that's fantastic, and then let them kind of resume back to normal before we do anything else with them then. Right. Did, yeah. did children often die from choking in this country? Um, well, it's not, that I think um, in 2019, there was 156 deaths um, from choking, reported deaths. Um, and, I, you know, I'm not sure the absolute statistics of how many were children or how many were adults. Um, but I will say that one of the big mistakes is um, not observing your children when they're eating or leaving the room um, for no matter what age. I've always said to my children, no matter from very early, bang the table, smash a glass on the ground, but let me know you're choking. Um, and that's the big thing where people leave if they're choking and then nobody knows, mm. um, you know, nobody knows what's going on. So, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, somebody wants to know, are peas and sweet corn a choking hazard? Um, anything that can end that's that small, yes, it can. But generally, if that goes into your airway, um, they, you, you generally tend to gag, you start to cough. So although that's very scary, once they're coughing, get them to lean over and, and encourage them. Say, look, well done, keep coughing. Mm. Um, popcorn, the kind of top, the kind of... Um, Dangerous ones would be popcorn, they're very dangerous. Marshmallows are way up the top of the list. Um, you know, anything circular, like I said, circular food, circular toys, grapes. We all know that grapes fit perfectly into your child's airway. Yeah. Um, any of those things that can block your airway. But I suppose the message I'd love to get across is that once they're coughing, or you can encourage them to cough, we don't do anything else other than encourage them to keep on coughing. And um, scary and all as it is as a parent or a guardian when you're looking. Once they're coughing, um, it means they are trying to clear clear their own airway then. Yeah, because I suppose, I, mean, I don't know, if they, correct me on this if I'm wrong, but if, you know, you feel something, even if you're an adult, you feel something lodged mm. in your throat, if you can still breathe mm. through your nose, you're not yeah. in the danger zone. 
Well, I suppose if you're able to breathe or make a sound, um, we're still breathing as such. Mm. The problem is if you're not able to cough or you can't feel the air coming in and people have described it like feeling lightheaded or, uh, you know, spoken to an awful lot of people who have choked and recovered. Thankfully, they'll say, I felt like somebody's popping a plastic bag over my head. So you can imagine the feeling of panic Ah, when you're not able to get the object out. Yeah. Uh, one t- one of our listeners says, my son had a choking incident recently. There's nothing more terrifying. Linda says, terrifying. I, yeah. I, I literally had to do the Heimlich on my 10-year-old two weeks ago. We were close. I got it out, though. Should I still take him to hospital? I didn't at the time. I suppose the reason we take them is, um, for lots of reasons, there could be um, food particles remaining. Um, you know, there could, you could, when you're doing the abdominal thrust, it's quite a, an aggressive form of, uh, a technique you could end up um, damaging um, various bits so I suppose the guideline is that we always get them checked out medically I'm not sure what to advise two weeks later I'm sure he's okay at this point Yeah Siobhan um, thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today uh, that was Siobhan Butler uh, she's a former paediatric nurse and a mother as you heard there she now runs First Aid for Everyone Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.